I'm Luka Doncic and this is Lockdown Mavericks Podcast. Don't believe you shouldn't be here. Welcome. You are locked on the Dallas Mavericks. This is one of your co-hosts, Isaac Harris. I'm a writer at Mavs.com. I'm taking the post game tonight against the Wizards. Nick obviously took the post game after the New York game. Uh, this is kind of a new format that we're taking on the weekends, just to honestly give us a, a few more days off here and there, uh, because we uh, are yeah passing the. Uh, 1000 episode mark together and uh yeah over the course of four years there's not many days that we don't crank out a podcast so we need a little bit break here and there so anyway we're doing these solo pods uh, on the weekend but the Mavs had a, a big win I want to get to that win and uh some key figures in that win Nico Melli man we, we got to talk about some Nico Melli we have some Boban minutes in this game. A lot of Boban chatter after this game, during the game too, but after the game as Boban and Luca shared some funny moments together. Rick has an incredible quote about Boban and fitting the Mavs into his schedule and all of that. And we got to talk Luka Doncic. We got to talk this injury list that the Mavericks uh, basically set out half the team tonight. Some of them are injuries, some of them um, – Maybe a little rest in there on the second night of a back-to-back. But first, not Pearl Jam, but first, today's Easter. And I just wanted to say to um, my friends and um, people out there who are Christian and do celebrate Easter, happy Easter. Uh, you guys know if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, my faith means a lot to me. And uh, I'm a pastor. I'm a pastor here in Dallas, and uh, I work at Irving Bible Church. So uh, if you are listening to this on Easter morning before any services and you're like, Hey, I'm trying to find somewhere to go on Easter to celebrate Easter. I'm trying to find a service. We have two services in Irving, Las Colinas. And, uh, yeah, would love to welcome you. And, uh, if you are at Irving and you're a Mavs fan, you listen to this podcast, text me, let's meet up and, uh, say, Hey, and have some chatter about this win that the Mavericks had over the wizards. So yeah, let's talk about this win. Mavericks uh, obviously take this game 109 to 87. Was a little worried in the beginning, not a ton. Um, just anytime the Mavericks, we have these players that set out. You know, KP set out this game uh, on the second night of the back to back. I think we're all used to that now. I think we're used to uh, um, the chatter around that from the fan base. But Luca played in this back to back. He played against the Knicks on uh, Friday. He obviously played in this game in Washington. J.J. Redick was on the bench tonight because he's joined the team. He joined the team in New York. Uh, he finished out the road trip you know, against Washington last night. And then, yeah, he's coming back to Dallas. He'll be on the bench. We, don't, we still don't know a timetable for Redick. We talked a lot about J.J. Redick on Friday's pod. Uh, Thursday night we recorded, and everything was about that. We had audio. Um, yeah, I, I'd asked J.J. a question. There's a, we talked about his injury stuff, timetable, and all of that stuff. Um but this might be known as the Nico Melli trade when this is all said and done, which is crazy to think about. But, but no, we'll we'll talk yeah more about uh, Nico Melli later on. But it's fifty two to forty seven at the half. Luca had fourteen. Westbrook had fourteen. Robin Lopez had fourteen. Uh, speaking of Robin Lopez, <laughs> Josh Green had this play 
in which he just ran straight through Robin Lopez. And he it's like he didn't even notice he was there, which further like validates my point that Josh Green is a high school running back that's just playing basketball, that you just unleash him. This is one of my theories that uh, if some of you grew up playing uh, basketball in middle school, high school, you had some friends who, you know, also played football and they're like, Hey, I'm going to play basketball and they're super athletic, but they don't, they might not, I don't want to go down that far. Cause then y'all are going to take it. Like I'm taking a shot at Josh green. But, uh, basically I had a running back, a buddy of mine, uh, who was a great running back in football, but he played, he played on our basketball team too. And we just put him in and just like kind of unleashed him. And he had some crazy plays and crazy athletic plays. He wasn't the best shooter in the world. Uh, but man, he he was gonna give it his all and just bang and uh, do all the dirty work and just be super and fly around everywhere. And that's what Josh Green reminds me of at times. But he had some plays tonight. And guys, top ten play of the year for the Mavericks was this Josh Green pass. I mean, if you haven't seen the Josh Green pass from tonight, then you just need to push pause right now on the podcast and pull up your phone. If you have Twitter, go to my Twitter account, Isaac L. Harris. Follow me on Twitter. Hey, uh, plug. But just search Josh Green. I don't care where you find it. I don't care where you watch it, whether it's my Twitter or not. But if you just have to see this pass because when he made the pass, I mean, I I looked at my eye. I was like, whoa, Josh Green. New level of his game right here. Didn't know uh, Steve Nash 2.0 was coming out for uh, this pass. And honestly, it ranks right up there with some of Lucas' passes. So, you have to go check out the Josh Green pass. But, you know, this game, you know, I, I talked about KP being out. KP set out. No Maxi in this game. No Josh Richardson in this game. Uh, there was a lot of people. I mean, JJ Reddick's still out. Tyrell Terry's still out. Willie Colley Stein's still out. I mean, the list kind of uh, goes on. So if you do your math with starters, KP, Maxi, Josh, all three starters did not start. The starters in this game, Luca, Tim Hardaway Jr., Dorian, Nico, Melly, and Boban. That was our starters for this game. So I think, you know, going into it, it was Luca versus Russ. I mean, that that's what we all thought it would be. And like I said, it was 14-14. Both of them had 14 and 14 at, at halftime. But, you know, Rick said after the game, I thought this was really intriguing. He said, you know, this was kind of a surprising game for Dallas because he said they went into the game. Josh Richardson was a late scratch. But they also, they also went into the game thinking that Brad Beal was going to play. And he also said, he's like, Rui you know, Hachimura was a late scratch too. And got, I love Rui. I have Rui stock. So I was looking forward to watching him play. And so he didn't play. So all these players kind of last moment that you know didn't play. Rick, obviously back on the sidelines. I didn't, uh, I'm sure you know Nick talked a lot yesterday about that whole situation. Super weird. I had a crazy busy Friday night. So I was like, I had to go back and catch myself up on that Rick uh, situation and the false positive and you know him being vaccinated already and all of that that I don't even want to talk on because I don't know all the details on it. So, but yeah, this game, I mean, you know, they basically won by what? 20 something. I said a final score, you know, 22. It was kind of close you know, halftime kind of close in the third, then they pulled away. Dallas did. Then, you know, Washington cut it to single digits and it, I don't, Washington started this guy that honestly, I don't even Garrison Matthews. Who are you? I just didn't even know who, like, I didn't even know who he was. So yeah, shout out to you and cool. Um, what else we want to talk about this game? 
besides the Nico Melli part, because I do want to have a, a Nico Melli conversation. Let's just go ahead and have it. Let's talk about Nico Melli. Do we know what Nico's role is moving forward? Because he is 8 of 12 from the field since coming to Dallas. He's 2 of 4 from the three-point line. And the Mavs are undefeated. Hmm. Luka Doncic after the game. <laughs> Luka had this incredible quote after the game about Nico Melli. And now I have to pull it up. I had it somewhere on my notes, but I just want to read it word for word because this was just absolutely incredible from Luka. I love Luka. Luka had an, an amazing... Go to the Dallas Mavericks YouTube page and look up Luka's uh, his media session post-game against the Wizards because... It was just an all-timer. Jalen Brunson was before him. He was messing with Brunson, then Boban and stuff. But Luca says about Nico Melli, since we got him, we are undefeated. Let's keep this rolling. I mean, I'm here for this energy, okay? Because he is all about the vibes are immaculate right now. Because uh, ever since Nico got here, they're undefeated. That's all. I mean, as a Mavs fan, that's all you have to say about the addition of Nico Melli. Also, uh, just full transparency, I didn't hit the timer on this pod, so Nick's probably going to kill me uh, because now I don't even know when. I know this ad break's supposed to be in the middle. I don't even know how long I've been recording at this point. So let's take a break for the safety of this, and then I can get back into the full conversation. Guys, let me tell you about Built Bar. You know Nick and I talk about Built Bar all the time. We've been telling you about Built Bar. It's the best tasting protein bar on the market. Honestly, it's been it's been that way for a while. I have friends back home in Kentucky that I've gotten on this. And yeah, Bill Bar just keeps on growing and growing. It's an amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all bars. Now is the time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It is Built Bar Madness. Guys, go Go look at the matchup right now. That's that's the finals for Built Bar. Coconut Brownie Chunk, if it doesn't win, I mean, it's like Gonzaga, okay? Gonzaga just won, won this game. It's honestly where I'm recording this at like midnight. I was watching that game. They're like, <laughs> they're honestly the, the Coconut Brownie Chunk. So it should win. Gonzaga should win. And that's just part of it, okay? Go to BuiltBar.com or to at bar under score built on Twitter. Remember to use the promo code locked 15 to get 15% off your next order. That is locked 15 to get 15% off your next order at builtbar.com and check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. This podcast is out to you also brought to you by bet online. AG. It is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over. But the NBA and college basketball, let's go finals Monday night, tomorrow night. If you're listening to this on Easter, on Sunday, Monday night is Gonzaga versus Baylor. Guys, go to AG. Put something on this responsibly if you have something to put on it. Go to AG. Even covers awards, TV shows, reality TV, like The Bachelor, Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It is the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive 50% off your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Promo code locked on. Okay, Nico Melli, just I just want to touch on this. I mean, I think we're, we're all been 
pretty impressed with just the limited minutes he's had. Now, am, do I think Nico Melli should start? No. Do I think Nico Melli is going to play a huge impact on this team in the playoffs? No. But have I been pleasantly surprised by what Nico has given the Mavericks over these past few games? Absolutely. The dude shot 18% from three in New Orleans, wasn't even in the rotation. So I just thought he was a throw in. I, I was more encouraged by getting Nico than Trey Lyles. I, I've always been out on Trey Lyle ever since back to his Kentucky days and even into the league. But so I was happier to get Melly instead of Lyles. But I've just been, I've been surprised. I've been impressed. He had a little Dirk fade tonight. I'm like, bro, you already paying homage to the, to the greatest player in this franchise history. So shout out to you for already being on board with that. And yeah, I mean, he's, I know it's, I know it's four threes, but he's 50% on these threes. He's, you know, hitting a shot. He knows what to do. Carlisle after the game praised his defensive versatility He's like, you know, with KP and Maxi out, we're showing like Nico is showing us that he can play these minutes at the four. And so I'm just, I mean, this doesn't hurt. You can never have enough guys that show you that they can get out there and play and do the right things and be in the right spots. He does like he holds his ground defensively. I mean, you're not going to put him out there and say, Hey, go lock up Dame or I, you know, he's not our LeBron stopper breaking news. I didn't know if now just crushed somebody's dreams out there if you're from Italy, but He's just not that. So, but what, I mean, what he is, is a guy who gives you, you know, some, some veteran experience, gives you a guy who can shoot. I, that, that's the thing. It's like Harp said, he's like, man, he's a knockdown shooter. I'm like, yeah, theoretically, but he hasn't been doing it. But in a weird way, when he takes an open three, I think it's going to go in. I don't, is that bad of me? I don't know. I mean, so I, I like him on this team. I don't know what his role is moving forward, but you know what? I think he has a better shot at being on this team next year than JJ Redick. Because I think we all know that as soon as Redick's contract's up, and I don't blame him one bit, that he's probably going to sign with the team in the Northeast, Brooklyn, New York, Philly, whoever it is. If Nico Melli finishes out the season and continues playing like he does, and he's getting some minutes off the bench, and he's like, man, this is fun. I'm playing the best basketball in my career in these limited spots. You know where he probably would want to re-sign with and maybe at a cheaper cost? Probably Dallas. So, honestly, think he could be on this team next year. I think that's one of my biggest takeaways that, man, for a cheaper option, I think Nico could be back on this team and, you know, a, a piece off the bench. So, I, I like Nico. Uh, I, I like Maxi Moore for sure. Don't, don't get ahead of that. I've seen some of you. I Like, we can enjoy Nico. We can. We can enjoy some spot Josh Green minutes. But I'm not looking for Josh Green to be over Dorian. I'm not looking for Melly to be over Maxi. Speaking of Dorian, Dorian went three of six from three tonight. He's quietly up to 36% from three this season. So, uh, yeah, y'all can get off Dorian because I love Dorian. I just want to say this about Boban real quick. Sometimes I get a little frustrated watching Boban of him missing bunnies being, you know, the size of tree beard and I, you know, just me not having NBA experience. I just don't understand how he can miss bunnies sometimes. And I get frustrated with him not being a like rim protector, uh, being the size of tree beard. And I just, I don't get it sometimes, but man, he just brings something beyond the off the court stuff. He's so fun. I love him after the game, talking to Jeff and Mark and Harp and those guys, after the game, I'm joking. We get all the fun stuff after the game. 
but he brings this like muck it up type of, he's kind of like, he's kind of like the zone defensively. Like if there's a, <laughs> there's teams out there that if they're struggling defensively or they're like, man, I just need to throw something out there for a few minutes that just like changes up the tempo of the game, that changes up something that gives you a different look and like a team will throw out the zone. I think Bobon's the version of like the offensive zone that you, you put him out there and you're just like, all right, you're going to make it weird a little bit. You can't run your normal offense, but it just changes up the game a little bit. And, you know, Lucas said after the game, he was asked by Callie Kaplan about, you know, his, his chemistry with Bobon playing with Bobon. And he's like, Hey, it's pretty easy. When he sets a pick, then I get, you know, I get the defender on, on my back and then it's basically two on one you know, me and Bobby against, you know, one defender. And he said, I just throw it up to Bobby and he catches it. And he said, it's pretty easy. I mean, you hear him explain it like that. I'm like, well, dang, like, I feel like I can go out there and do it. And I can't. So I, I love Boban. I, I love him so much. You know, we, we know, I, I think by now, if you're listening to this podcast and you're a Mavericks fan, you know, the Boban experience, he's not going to play for two weeks. Then he's going to get in there and play a few minutes here and there. When people set out due to injury, he's going to get minutes, and then bam, that's that's Bobon. He's probably not going to play in the playoffs at all unless we go up a team, against a team like a Denver or whoever, and he plays some spot minutes against Jokic. So, yeah, and Bobon was great tonight in, in his minutes, and you know what he finished with uh, tonight. Bobon was a plus 14. He had 15 points, 12 boards. So, I mean, you can't ask much more you know, for Bobon tonight than that. So, yeah, um, as far as you know, Jalen Brunson, I feel like I have to talk about Jalen Brunson, 19 points off the bench, uh, 6 of 6 from the free throw line, 6 of 12 from the field. He continues just to shoot the ball really well this season. Look at his numbers. Look at his field goal percentage. Last time I checked, it was 52% from the field. I think he's right at 39% from three this season. He was hovering around the 90% for the free throw. That's dropped, You know, I think, around 80, maybe high 70s for the free throw line. But he's he's continuing just to show you what, what he can do and we can't hype up Jalen Brunson enough so Mavericks man heck of a past you know three or four games you know they, they've won you know all these games in a row now undefeated in the Melly era I think uh yeah move over Nelly we have Melly maybe that's the name of the podcast today Nick's gonna listen to this he probably won't listen to this but he's gonna listen to this if he does and be like man Isaac's just unhinged um but yeah it's because it's like midnight and I got to be up super early for Easter at church. And, you know, at this point, I might just stay up all night because the Mavericks are winning, and it's super fun. And we have our boss, David Locks Jazz, coming to town on Monday, and I want nothing more than to beat the Utah Jazz. So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening to Weekend Pod. We'll be back on Monday, probably previewing a little bit of this Jazz, both of us talking together uh, about everything. And, yeah, follow us on YouTube. We, we have a YouTube channel, okay? This is part of, uh, guys, I, I know you, you guys have seen, uh, we've tweeted out, but, you know, Tegna has bought out the Lockdown Podcast Network, so we're expanding our different uh, avenues for people to listen and watch, and YouTube is one of those. So every single podcast outside of this one and, uh, you know, the weekend pods, but Monday through Friday, we'll, you know, upload these podcasts on YouTube, and, uh, yeah, listen, watch on YouTube. If you want to see our faces, this just means I have to like get ready every single day uh, to talk about the Mavs, but oh, well, it's part of the business. If we're going to get paid to talk about sports, then there are some things that come with it. Let's go.
But uh, anyway, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for being locked on Mavs. You guys are awesome. And uh, let's beat the Jazz on Monday night. Peace out. Boom.